0: Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. So glad you're with me today. I hope you're doing fantastic and I'm super excited about my guest today. So I have a young man who is an entrepreneur here in the Tallahassee area, and he's going to introduce himself in just a moment. But the way that I met Chirag was he has events out at his agency on a regular basis, networking events and lunch and learns, and I had connected with him through that and then through social media, and uh, I reached out to him as a potential guest for this podcast, and he was all in. He's never done anything like this before, so... Uh, I'm excited to uh, get him into the world of uh, podcast, um, being a podcast guest, and uh, I want to let him introduce himself. So, Chirag, will you tell us a little bit about you?
1: Yes. Uh, thank you, Lisa. Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Chirag Shah, uh, founder and CEO of the current agency right here in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, a little bit about myself. I was uh I grew up with two loving parents and four amazing older sisters. And yes, I am the baby of the family. Uh, Grewing up in Panama City Beach for over 10 years. And then I made my way over to Mariana for another 10 years. And then since 2009, I've been here in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, went to Florida State, got my bachelor's in marketing. I'm actually currently pursuing a master's degree at the Savannah College of Art and Design. And since college, uh, I graduated in 2012. I've been working a lot in different hotels uh, locally and back home in Mariana and Panama City. Did a little freelancing, which ultimately led me to starting my own business today.
0: Well, you don't know this about me, but I lived in Mariana for a year when oh, I. Really? First, yeah, when I first moved back to Florida in 2013, I'm a native. When I moved back, I was married at the time, and my husband had gotten a job at Chapola College, and so um, we we lived there for about a year, and then he changed jobs, so we had to move. But uh, it was um, it's it's a, it's an interesting little town.
1: It is. It's a it's a small world we live in. Yeah, I went. I lived. I went to high school, and then uh, I wasn't ready to go into a bigger university just yet. So I actually went to Chipotle College and got my AA degree before transferring over to Florida State in 09.
0: Excellent, you said you majored in what?
1: I majored in marketing at Florida State.
0: Yeah, excellent. All right, so you said you worked in some hotels in the area and then you opened up your own agency. So what kind of prompted you to start your own agency and, and tell us what you focus on?
1: So kind of the inspiration and motivation of me kind of starting my own business, kind of started with my parents. Uh, My parents came from India with a middle school education, 30 US dollars and could speak barely any English. Uh, They kind of started off as housekeepers in Toronto, Canada, and then they saved their work night and day. Then they eventually had an opportunity, similar housekeeping opportunity in Richmond, Kentucky, and then Abbeville, Alabama. And so slowly they started moving down to the South and they eventually found Pema City, Florida, as a place to open up after saving and working 24 uh, seven, their first 16 room motel in Pema City. And that's kind of where the entrepreneur spirit came from them as well. So very humble, being hustlers, being hungry. Uh, so that was kind of like my entrepreneurial mindset of those three H's. So Whatever I did with my life, whether that was working for a Fortune 100 company or starting my own company, that's kind of what I wanted to embody. And so from that uh, inspiration from my parents, I kind of like had a goal was when I came to Florida State, I wanted to be less of an introvert and more of an extrovert, but also learn those three H's myself. Um, I wanted to learn basically those three H's would help me become a better person personally and professionally, in the real world. world. And so I wanted to kind of embody that. And also, I didn't want anyone else to think that I never worked a day in my life. I was handed things right away. Um, So that was kind of me telling myself, I want to bring, basically create my own way of life and kind of do more for everybody around me.
0: So you started the current agency when?
1: So I started current agency uh, in March of 2014. So it's been a little bit over five years now.
0: And tell us a little bit about what you focus on.
1: Yeah, so I started the company, like I said, back in March of 2014. Originally we started the idea of what was I really good at at the time and how can I expand on that to grow the community and businesses that I'm uh, close to. So my original mind focus was digital marketing, um, websites and social media to be specific. Uh, but I was lucky enough to reconnect with a, uh, a friend from high school. And from there she brought in the creative department side of Current. So today we offer almost 10 different services. We do branding, graphic design, photography, video, social media, SEO, and yeah, we're continuing to grow into other services today.
0: So the person that you mentioned, I know I've met her, Savannah. She wasn't able to be with us today, but talk a little bit about like, you know, what, how that partnership came together, because I think that's something for people that are thinking about entrepreneurialism, they, they think about that idea of having a partner, but I, I don't know that they necessarily know how to kind of make that magic happen or how to know if it's the right person so talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so i was blessed to be reconnected with her name is savannah swindle um when i was in high school at Mariana high she was at holmes county with is Bonifay, florida our high schools did a lot of different activities together uh things like student government to future business leaders of america and that's kind of how we built our friendship and relationship since then. And then when I graduated, uh, we we went to different schools. I went to Florida State. She went to Savannah College of Art and Design. And so our communications kind of stopped there. But through our love and passion for Florida State, especially Florida State football during our championship year, we reconnected, and that was kind of when the idea of the agency was coming together. And when I was trying to focus more on the digital route, obviously she was going to school for graphic design. And she's like, hey, if you ever need help uh, with the creative side of it, uh, let me know and I'll be more than happy to help. So I took that as an opportunity to not only grow my relationship with her and friendship, but also adding value to our future customers and current customers. And so for over a year and a half, Uh, since I started the company from March 2014 to about May of 2015. uh, Savannah acted as my unofficial partner slash graphic design intern. So for about a year and a half, she would come just about every other week uh, to Tallahassee, meeting with clients, meeting with myself to uh, meet with other clients, potential deadlines, pitches, and so on. So within that year and a half, I was inside of me was just like, I need to do whatever I can to bring Savannah on full time. Um, her work ethic, her passion for the company, knowing that I I couldn't afford to pay her right away, but she believed in my passion as much as I did, probably more. And so I knew I had to do whatever it took to take care of her because I want her to be a long lasting uh, addition to my family. So when she graduated from SCAD in May, 2015, I was, I asked her again, like, what, what are you looking to do? Um, and she was, I would love to move to Tallahassee if there was an opportunity. And I was like, the there I have a full-time creative director opportunity. You'll be your own boss, you'll be my official partner, and you'll help me grow the creative department. It'll just be me and you, uh, tag teaming uh, while I oversee the digital, you'll see the creative and we, grow this company together, and, and let's grow together. And so Savannah has been with me since day one. Uh, she's definitely my right and my left hand. I can honestly say that Current would not be here where we wouldn't be where we're at today if it wasn't for her, her out-of-the-box thinking, her ideas, and just all the value she brings to not only the company, but also our, our staff, our team, and our family of clients as well.
0: Well, you'll have to make sure that she listens to this episode. You might not have been so effusive with her if she had been there in the room with you. So no, oh, no, no.
1: She, she, like, and I'm not shy enough to say that I maybe the face of the company, but Savannah and Jessica, who's my other uh, staff member, they're definitely the life and heart of the community of of the company. So I do this. I, I wear this hat of CEO to as the, like my main role is to take care of them at the end of the day. Because if they're happy, they're going to do great work for our clients. They're going to be happy because they're growing, and that grows the community. So that will ultimately come back to me in the end. So as long as I'm doing my main job, which is taking care of my team, my family, I'm doing my job. So they oh, know. I say that every day to them, so they, they know exactly what i mean.
0: I think people who are listening who are maybe thinking about an entrepreneurial venture, I think that oftentimes what stops them or gives them pause are some imagined in some cases and in some cases some real obstacles that they see. So I'm wondering if you can kind of tell us what has been some of the more difficult aspects of starting and growing your business thus far. What are the biggest challenges you've had to deal with?
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll mention a couple actually. So the first biggest challenge was uh, the support, family support, um, and what I mean by that is my family is comprised of hospitality professionals, accountants, and medical professionals as well. So when I came to the came to my parents and my sisters about hey, I'm thinking about starting my own creative agency, digital and creative agency, what are your thoughts? Uh, It was hard to uh, explain to them exactly what I did because everything was, at the end of the day, uh, referred back to the hotel concept because that's mainly what our family business is, is the hotels. And so from their point of view, they thought it was just simply... Doing a Facebook post or doing a, a quick design, a hand drawing of sorts. And it was, it's, we do more than that uh, for our clients. There's a lot of science behind it. So trying to get their support and finding ways to show that this company is viable uh, financially and to support my passion of being creative and helping others uh, was one of the biggest challenges I faced. And I think it all came full circle. Um, May of 2018, we had our four year anniversary party at our new office. And they walked in for the first time and they were just amazed by what we've accomplished in these first five years or four years at the time. And I think at that point, that's when they truly understood that, okay, current is something that makes sense to them uh, financially and to support my passion as well. Because at the end of the day, my family only wants the best for me. So they wanted to just make sure that I was on the right path to success. And it took some time, but we we're finally here. And uh, yeah, it's uh, been, been supportive ever since then. And then I, I would say challenge number two would be, again, being that we were, we've only been in business for five years, um, it's, again, we're perceived as the new kids on the block as well. So showing people that we are a legitimate company um, and we're able to do all the things that they need uh, is always a challenge because when you have other agencies in the t- community that are well-established, well, well-staffed, well uh, we're facing against them and we respect each and every one of them. So we're finding ways to break out of that uh, mindset that, hey, we might be small, but we're growing more and more each day. And we can we can do everything that you need and some. So that's kind of the growing pains of being an entrepreneur, being a first-time ta- first business owner of a startup. Uh, it's just continually uh, smiling, doing what you can control and keep smiling, and just put yourself in the right position at the end of the day, and everything will work out when it when
0: needs to yeah i think the message there is that you're not trying to be something you're not you're not trying to be one of the big companies you've probably gotten very good at figuring out what you do bring to the table that those bigger companies maybe don't have and sell that just like any other business person or large company has to do they have to figure out what makes them unique
1: exactly uh i spot on I think the biggest things that we uh pretty much hit on each time is when you're a client of ours, when if you're whether you're a staff, intern, client, whatever, you're treated as family. We don't wanna just look at it as you're our, whether your agency are on record or we're just a client, you're just a client of ours. Uh, no, you're part of our family. So we, we treat fam- like our family how family should be treated with respect, with responsiveness and with compassion at the end of the day um we're very responsive uh 24 7 to be exact um if a customer or client of us calls or emails or texts as long as we're awake we'll respond so again it's just going back to my hospitality side so when i was coming up in my family business um i did everything from uh being a maintenance person learning how to fix a a dryer, a toilet, to learning how to properly clean a room to eventually make my way to the customer experience side. Um, I was front desk manager. I was the director of marketing and sales. And then eventually I became general manager. So I got the opportunity to meet a lot of of people from all walks of life and finding ways to be creative in solving problems. Because when you're in the hotel, hotel industry, hospitality industry, you'll have some issue come up every day, whether that's why was my room not claimed to, why am I being charged twice for one night? So finding ways to be creative in that front kind of helped pivot to what I'm doing today.
0: I think that's such a great point, Shrog, because I think a lot of people would would look at your experience and not see the relevancy of that hospitality work to what you're doing now, but it makes complete sense and it has helped to make you the entrepreneur that you are. So I love that you were able to build on those experiences and see the value in them. So you talked about, you've got Savannah and then you've got Jessica. Um, Talk a little bit about what Jessica's role is. And then I know you have a a robust internship program. So talk to us a little bit about how you've grown your, your team.
1: Yeah, so just, so as Savannah started as an intern, a lot of our hiring process starts with our internship program. And so it's typically about 10 to 20 hours a week. Uh, We bring in interns from all the major universities like Florida State, FAMU, TCC, Kaiser, Flagler, and so on. Um, We usually bring about five interns a semester. And so we do a lot of different things to spark uh, interest from potential interns as well. We do a lot of things with these universities, whether that's me and Savannah going to talk at student organizations or classes. We are very involved with the different jobs and internship fairs as well. And then we do a lot of things with the chamber, like the job hop tour, um, just showing that Tallahassee is a viable place to be successful after you graduate. So within our internship program, not only are they working on actually hands-on experience, if it's like for example we have uh, five social media interns this semester and they're working directly with the client so they start out by researching the client researching their competitors and seeing what they're doing what works what doesn't work and then coming up with a strategy and a marketing plan to make them successful and then from there so they're going to make a presentation to me savannah and jessica And then once we get the sign of approval, they're also going to make the pitch to the client. So not only are you building research and uh, writing skills, you're also working on public speaking and building relationships, which ultimately those are kind of the pillars of what you need to be successful in the real world. Uh, Very hands-on, but while we do a lot of work in the office and outside of the work, We wanna, again, we are very uh, community driven. We're very social. And again, going back to that family mindset, it's about serving as friends and a family environment. So we'll go out. Uh, We were at a nonprofit event a couple weeks ago and we brought the team over, uh, the full team. Uh, We would go to dinner together. We'll go play bowling together. And basically, by doing that, we're exposing our interns to other aspects of Tallahassee because typical a typical student here are only exposed to Tennessee State, North Monroe, <laughs> and College Town. That's just about it. But obviously, Tallahassee has so much more to offer. Uh, you just got to take time to explore. So we give those opportunities to our interns to explore while you're interning with us so things we've done in the past we went to nonprofit gala events we went to basketball games we went to railroad square for first friday a lot of different things because when i came to tallahassee i was like i'm gonna do my three four years here and then i'm gonna leave but what i did before i started getting involved on campus was i learned my community i went to a lot of chamber stuff i went to a lot of Uh, startup community-based stuff. And by doing that, I stumbled a lot of different things that I love about this community. And by doing so, I fell in love with it. And hence why I am still here. Um, I'm officially here for over 10 years now. And it feels like I just got here yesterday. And, And that's the beauty of Tallahassee. It's not a small town. It's not a big city. But the beautiful thing about it is you see it grow more and more each day.
0: I love that story so much. I'm smiling because I spent, so I, I did my undergrad here. I'm from St. Petersburg and I left, my undergrad is in music education. So I actually taught up in Decatur County in Bainbridge, which is just, for those of you who are, don't know the area, it's about an hour from here in a very little town,
1: mm-hmm. in,
0: in more ways than one, a very little town. And then I ended up in Columbus, Georgia for many, many years. Then I moved to the Midwest um, for my for my career in higher education. But all of that time, I kept wanting to come back to Tallahassee. I didn't want to go back to St. Petersburg. I wanted to come up here to the to the Panhandle, and I loved Tallahassee so much. And so, when I finally got the opportunity to come back, um, I I learned a lot about the community that I didn't know. Well, frankly, some of it wasn't here in the dark ages when I was a student. But right. also that it, it just it, it, there's so much more to the town than what the college students see, which is probably right. true in any college town. But uh, Tallahassee certainly uh, is an accept- is, is an example of that.
1: Exactly, and that's kind of the example for uh, not only Savannah but Jessica Sizemore. So she is our visual media specialist. So she oversees all the photography and videography side of current uh, and for our clients. So we basically how that how Jessica came on board was we spoke to one of her classes at Florida State uh, and by listening to our story and our way of life Um, she found interest in our internship program so she was interning for us for about a semester and we so one of our biggest things of what we look for interns or even hires is we're obviously education and skills are very important but the biggest thing for me to hire is personality Uh, because at the end of the day I can teach you how to build a website, I can teach you how to write content for social media. But what I can teach you is to be to, to be able to smile, to be able to talk to people, to be personable. Uh, so that's one of my biggest reason why I hired Jessica. She had all that, plus she had the work ethic and passion of all the things she did for us, uh, whether that was on social media, graphic design, photography, and video. So she... Uh, and she was going into her last semester. She interned with us to finish off. And um, seeing that she was a great personality, she clicked really well with myself and Savannah. I had the opportunity to give her a offer, job offer as our graphic designer at the time. And quickly after she accepted and she's been with us ever since. And though she started off as a graphic designer, she'd just been recently promoted to a visual media specialist and she has now been with us for over two years.
0: Well, I hope you guys are hearing a couple of kind of themes here, and they are certainly themes that I've talked about on the podcast before, and one of them is how important that issue of fit is. It really and truly is less about what specific skills you have, although that's a piece of it, make no mistake, and what your degree is in, that's a small piece of it that you have a degree is a much larger piece. And then what is your personality and does that fit with the culture of the organization? I think especially when you're 22 and just getting out of college, it's really easy to think that all companies are kind of the same, right? They may make different products or sell different services, but in terms of the experience of working there, they're all interchangeable, and nothing could be further from the truth. And there is, while there are certainly what I think we could all agree are toxic work environments, there are also a full spectrum of very good work environments, and not all of them are going to be a fit for you. So it's not a matter of it being a bad work environment. It could be a good work environment, just not good for you. So really getting that sense and having that opportunity to interact with people and internships is one of the best ways to do that because you're, you're in the company for a semester or by the period time is you're really going to know whether that's a good cultural fit for you or not before you sign on for a full-time job. So tell us now about what are your future plans for the company and, and how do you go about making those dreams happen?
1: Right. Uh, am I allowed to say I want to take of the world, <laughs> take, uh, <laughs> keep growing the empire. <laughs> um, so, really, biggest thing is goal one is to uh, take care of the team, uh, making sure that financially they're where they need to be at. Uh, if they are willing to wanting to have kids and family, they're taken care of. Um, making sure that I'm able to wipe their student loans because, as students, more and more come out of college, there's debt happening more and more so. To being able to find ways to wipe that out for my team. Uh, that's goal one. Goal two is to, obviously we want to grow. Um, Tallahassee has been our home since day one, but we've slowly found other opportunities in other markets that we and built a lot of relationships throughout uh, that we want to grow the uh, company in other markets. Um, we are looking at uh, Savannah, Georgia being one of those. Uh, we're also looking into uh Pensacola Florida that Destin 38 area um that's kind of what we're looking at in the next year or two um hopefully sooner um but then obviously to be able to grow into all not only those two markets but other markets finding the right people um that's the most important thing to me I can grow right away very fast but it's all about having that personality that same mindset of current my company being more, not so much of a job or a career, but a passion, because if you enjoy what you do, it's not a job, it's not work, it's a passion. So I want people that believe in the passion as much as I do, if not more, to take care of them for the long run, which ultimately grows the company to throughout the United States and hopefully worldwide one day.
0: World domination, huh?
1: Oh yeah, Definitely.
0: Well, we're on the same wavelength. It's a totally different project, of course, but I'm working with uh, with some people on a, a project that I have given. I had to give it a name because otherwise we just kept referring it to it as the thing. Right. So I I call it uh, Wodo, which is short for World Domination. So I
1: love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> so as a business owner, you know, I get I get misconceptions from people all the time. Who you know they they want a peak into the world of entrepreneurship and of course they think it's super you know you don't have to get up and go to work at a certain time and you can work in your jammies and and because I work from home I can do some of those things I don't but I could but what kind of misconceptions do you hear from people about owning your own business and what do you want to debunk
1: yeah, I mean, yes, we do time to time wear pajamas. Uh, <laughs> a little bit later, uh, time to time. But I think that the biggest misconception is that being a business owner is instant success. It <laughs> is far from, far from. <laughs> That makes me laugh. It's a lot of learning a work life balance while learning how to be patient. Um, for us, we we are built and we are different from our counterparts of other agencies of relationship building we strive solely on building the relationship first and worrying about the paycheck later and by doing that it's definitely a little bit tedious uh because you're i meet myself savannah jessica and even now christine uh, we're meeting with probably two to three different business leaders or business, business decision makers every day um, just kind of sharing our, our, what Current is, how we can help them, but also learning more about what makes them successful in their business as well. So that's very tedious. It's about going out, being involved with your community as well, whether that's going to a networking event or simply just doing a service project for the community. Um, it's, it takes time, um, and I've learned a lot of patience from it. Um, but also the work-life balance. I mean, you obviously you got to get your grind in, but you also have to self-love, give yourself self-love. And that's what I'm learning more and more each day because at the end of the day, if you don't have great health, you can't do what you love. So take care of yourself. If you need to take a day off, take a day off. Don't think that you have to constantly be working. Uh, It's yes, it's important, but you also have to take time for yourself as well.
0: Such good advice. I was telling Shirag before we started recording that I was seriously thinking about going to the beach tomorrow. That I'd only been once this summer, and uh, that's the that's the upside of having your own business is you do have that kind of flexibility. Now, while I work all day on Sunday to make up for it, absolutely
1: right. And that's kind of, of, and that's going going back on about self love. So since I started the company, I have never took a vacation. Never. Only because. I thought that my company wouldn't be running how it needed to be run if I was in another country. Mm -hmm. so I had to force myself to take a trip. Uh, So I took a trip a little bit before our five year anniversary earlier this year to Ireland. And I was like, if I don't ever do it, I will never know. And when I took the trip, I was out for about 10 days And the company not only ran how it should have been ran, we actually grew. We grew. We brought on two, three new clients at that time. So it's okay for you to take a break and take time off for yourself. But it's also you have to trust the team that you have in place. You gotta let them. You got you you work your your butt off to set them up for success, but you got to give them opportunities to shine as well. So. I, I went, my team was still here and everything worked like a smooth old machine.
0: I'm with you on that one. I took the first vacation I had taken since 2014, I think it was, or maybe the 2013. Right. Uh, This earlier in April, I was gone for three weeks to Italy and Greece, and life went on. I did a little bit of coaching while I was there, Mm -hmm. uh, of some clients that I had ongoing coaching programs with, but other than that, I was able to clear my schedule, and it was fabulous. And things did not fall apart. Right. So for listeners who may be thinking about starting their own business, what are maybe the top three pieces of advice that you would give them, no matter what type of business they're starting, whether it's brick and mortar or, you know, home-based, what are those kind of top three things?
1: Right. So I would say number one for me would be do your research. Um, see what, it, what starting a business is like. Um, what, what are the finances going to look like? What are, what's your financial situation? One of the things that I did when I first started the company was I reached out to uh, three different business leaders in my respected industry. Um, they all had uh, marketing agencies. Uh, to be specific, I reached out to Dina Mims, Karen Moore, and Tom Um I reached out to them. Hey, I just want to take an hour of your time. I just want to kind of see your ups and your your ups and downs, your challenges and successes, and because I eventually want to be as successful as you one day. So we basically talked, they shared their thoughts and their wisdom, and that really helped me found out about like, this is a good fit for me, and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Uh, So do your research uh, is number one. Uh, Number two, uh, ask for help. Gain a mentor. Um, while I was working at, uh, so after I graduated from Florida State, I, uh, I I didn't have the right opportunity that I wanted. So I was blessed to have a, a guest services manager and a marketing job with the Aloft Hotel in downtown Tallahassee. And I met a lot of different individuals during my time there. Uh, one specific was he had his own PR firm in Tampa, uh, Akash Patel. And I basically asked him to be my mentor because he was somebody that I respected as a guest and he definitely provided me with a lot of like things that I should look out for. And he was also the person that kind of encouraged me to start my own company as well. Um, and time to time I'll reach back over to him about random questions that I may have about, Hey, what are your thoughts about expanding into this market? or I'm working on this website, what are your thoughts on the color scheme of it as well? So having a mentor, whether that's one or several, will help you have a support system as well. And then number three, I would say, if there was one thing I would start all over again, I would probably start off by not needing a, a brick and mortar or an office space. Um, I don't think I needed it then, um, so that could have been a great way for me to save more money for today. Um, obviously, we by building these relationships, you will have a lot of business uh, contacts that will help you rent space from their, uh They might have additional space, so they'll be willing to just let you come and sit there and work. Um, I've had a lot of opportunities through that over the over the beginning years. Um, I. Also, don't forget about your local businesses like coffee shops, that's a great place to meet people, a great place to work, so consider that. And then, so I really love co-work spaces, uh, to be specific, dummy station. Um, I wish I would have started off the company in that space alone. Uh, We probably would have just grown so much more and more uh, if we would have done that. But I would say those would be my biggest things to look for is uh, do your research, ask for help, get a mentor and then consider that you don't need a brick and mortar right off the bat. Um, You can definitely say you can go to your clients or your potential clients and meet with them at their office. It shows that you care more and you're more about them rather than you trying to get them as a client. And then obviously there's co-work space too. So that'll not only open you up to other Businesses like yours, but it might be a place for your business to get more um, contacts as well. So it's an opportunity to build your relationships faster with other like-minded individuals in a co-working space.
0: I think those are great suggestions, and along the lines of not having the brick-and-mortar building, I think having someone like a mentor or some other, like you mentioned, reaching out to some people in the community, to really get a sense of what are the necessities here, right? So you know, I think that oftentimes I can certainly look back in my, in the beginning of my business, and I spent the money in all the wrong places, and not enough in the right places. So having someone who can give you that, that wisdom to say, hey, you don't need X, Y, and Z quite yet, I'd rather see you put more money into A, B, and C would be super helpful.
1: Right. And like, so over the five years and going on six, uh, I've slowly developed what's called an advisory board. So this advisory board is made up of a lawyer, my CPA, a financial financial planner, um, other individuals that are in the marketing industry. So this board basically serves as a a support system. So if there was a question that I can't answer or just want to get their thoughts on strategy, um, I can call them, email them, or get them all together in one room. And we see what's best for the team and the company overall.
0: Oh, I think that's a great idea. That's fantastic. I have a student advisor or not student, but they're young young people on an advisory board. and I don't get them together at any time, but when I have a question, I can reach out to them and they're they're ready to answer my questions. So I think that's a great a great thing. So I hope that you guys, what you've heard from Chirag, and certainly what I have spoken about on previous podcasts is that this thing of entrepreneurship is is a hugely viable alternative if, you have a passion for owning your own business and being your own boss. If it's about what it is you're going to, and not just, I want to get away from working for someone else. I don't, you know, that's, that's okay. But if you've got a passion that you're moving towards and entrepreneurship is the best way to meet that passion, then I think this is a great thing. Uh, I have often said that it is the hardest thing you can possibly do because you have to get over your own stuff to own your own business. There's no place to hide if you're going to be successful in business. There's no one to delegate it to, um, at least not in the beginning stages. You have to know a little bit about a whole lot of things and figure out a whole lot of things and you really have to get over your own whatever it is Uh, we each, (laughs) I'm in an entrepreneurial community in Tallahassee and we get together once a month to kind of, and you can tell who has the issue with, they don't want to get on the phone and make a sales call. Who is it that doesn't want to get up in front of people and talk? Who is it that, you know, has so much self-doubt that they don't think that they sell a valuable product? Whatever it is, you can't hide it. It's going to be out there and it's going to hinder you. So you have to get over it. So you have to be willing to look at yourself
1: yeah, basically step outside your comfort zone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so far out. So, so, so far out of it. Well, I hope you guys have found this helpful. Chirag, this has been amazing. I love your insight, your energy. I love what you are doing in the community. Uh, I love your fan. He really lives that family atmosphere when he has these events at his facility. It's warm and welcoming, and he serves Beer at, at, you know, dinner time and in the mornings he has a coffee, a barista come in and serve us coffee and it's great. And uh, he really lives that value. So I, I thank you for the contributions that you make to this community. How would they reach out to you if they wanted to, for example, find out about your internship program or would like to do business with current agency?
1: Yeah, definitely. So you can, uh, for either of those, whether you're looking to be a part of our family of staff and interns or a family of our clients, uh, you can go to our website at www.current.agency. You can find all the information there. You can contact each of our team members there as well. Um, but if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, and so on. Um, just a, a look up uh, CPS923 as the username and you'll find me.
0: And I'll put all of that in the show notes, so you guys will have his contact information. As always, I want to be your career coach. So write me a question. If you have a question for Sharad, you can put those in the in the comments box as well. You can always email me at Lisa at LESA at exclusivecareercoaching.com. Find me on LinkedIn. I'm I'm I've got super big feet on LinkedIn, so I'm easy to find. Uh, exclusive career coaching on Facebook and you can find me on Instagram at Lisa.Edwards. So thanks so much, Chirag, again, thank you for your time and you guys, and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to the exclusive career coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of exclusive career coaching. It would be great if you would rate review and subscribe to this podcast.